0: Das Leben kann hektisch sein. Warum nicht im Alltag entfliehen und in die magische Welt von Evermerge eintauchen? Evermerge ist ein magisches Land, das mit jeder Entdeckung größer und besser wird. Werde ein Master, Baue und sammle einzigartige Gegenstände oder verschönere deine eigene wundersame Welt. Im Land von Evermerge gibt es immer etwas zu tun. Evermerge. Jetzt kostenlos im App Store herunterladen.
1: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Went to Mo Kings Meadow, a brand new podcast all about Chelsea women. A big thank you for tuning in, we hope you stick around to the end and if we're really lucky you might even give us a nice rating on Apple Podcasts, but no pressure. Before we get started I have the honour of announcing that our podcast will be part of the Chelsea Fan Class family and all our podcasts will be published on their channels. We'll be recording a new episode every Tuesday which will be published by Wednesday morning so make sure you hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can also follow us on Twitter at Mo Kingsmeadow and Instagram at Went to Mo Kingsmeadow. Or drop us an email on went to mo at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Now, for episode one, I thought it'd be a good idea to tell the listeners who we are. So, Jane, over to you. Who the hell are you?
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Jane. I've been a Chelsea women's supporter for four and a half years now. Last season was the first season I purchased the season ticket as I was going to games all the time. So it made sense to do so.
1: Lovely. Um, I'm Dean. Uh, some people know me from CFC UK and the Chelsea Fancast, where I write and occasionally pod about the men's men's team. Um, in terms of Chelsea women, I'm pretty much a novice. you sort of aside from following the team on uh, social media and you know watching highlights here and there. Um, Jane, you said you're a season ticket holder now, so obviously you've been around a bit longer than me for the women's team. Um, So I thought I'd share the story of how you got into that, because it sort of links us together and it sort of started with me, so I'll start and then I'll let you take over the baton and carry on. Yep, sounds good. Yeah. So this was four and a bit years ago, 2016, Um, Chelsea Women started a campaign for the match against Liverpool, um, where the first two or 300 fans got a free shirt when you went through the turnstile. Um, So I brought tickets because I wanted to get a new shirt, really. It wasn't really much about the team at that stage. Um, The game was meant to be played in March, the end of March, and it got cancelled because the weather was um, terrible as it is in England. Um, And that was rearranged for a couple of months later. Um, In between that time, my son was born Charlie, um, so I couldn't go. So I asked your mum, Wendy, um, if she wanted tickets, and um, you went and then um, you carry on your story of um, Chelsea Women?
2: So like Dean mentioned, he was the reason I got into following Chelsea Women. Before going to the game, I'd followed a couple of players on social media, like Safran Kirby and Eni Oluko. I didn't really know much about the team other than, other than them two players. Um, I remember the game really well. I was lucky enough to receive a free shirt, which I've kept as a memory from the game. We won the game. Pardon? You
1: could have given the shot to me.
2: You didn't go, so you should have gone.
1: Charlie's
2: (laughs) fault. Don't blame Charlie. Um, The game was a good game. We won, which was more enjoyable. It's always better when you win a game. Um, Whilst watching the game, they announced that there were still tickets for the FA Cup final against Arsenal at Wembley. So I managed to persuade my mum and dad to take me to Wembley for the first time. To watch them play, as it's always a good experience to go to Wembley. Um, the game, it wasn't the best of games, obviously, we lost 1 0, but overall, like the experience was fantastic.
1: And that's what got you hooked?
2: Yeah, and since then, I've gone to like, all games possible.
1: So even though we lost the final, still didn't work It by. didn't stop me. Uh, why did you? Like,
2: um, I'm not too sure after the final we went to we didn't go to a game I don't remember going to a game at all for about a year and then they were playing local to where I live so I said to my mum about going and then since we went then I'd followed like most of the team on social media and then saw about games and obviously they moved to Kings Meadow and it was a lot easier to get to so we started going more frequently
1: so tell me about sort of a memorable match, your sort of favourite match in your sort of time you've been going to the Um
2: end. A favourite match. I've got a favourite moment from following the team. But
1: okay, that's the next question.
2: Oh okay, right. Let me think of favourite match.
1: Maybe there was a cup final that we won and someone scored.
2: That yeah, the cup final in twenty 18, I think it was. We played Arsenal again, so we was like ready for revenge, and we won. We won 3-1. It was a boiling hot day. I remember that. I made my mum go and buy me a pair of shorts because I was so hot, and I was like, I can't sit around in jeans for this whole match. We, Ramona Batman scored two, and Frank Kirby scored one, and it was just brilliant.
1: There's nothing better than winning an FA Cup final at Wembley. I know that from the men's team experience. So, obviously, I have to wait yeah, to, the watch, uh, to experience that.
2: To watch a team win at Wembley was just amazing. Like, I've only ever been to Wembley to watch women's games. So, I've, not, I've never experienced a men's game or a men's final. But the women's final was amazing.
1: I imagine it's quite similar. If you win.
2: Yeah, it's just... There'll be a lot more people at a men's game.
1: Yeah, well, the crowds are getting bigger and bigger, though. So I'll be applauding. Yeah, that
2: back. is true. Plus
1: one. So, tell me about the memorable moment now, then, since I like this story.
2: So, my favourite moment of following the team was last summer. There was a group of us from the Chelsea women's supporters group that flew out to uh, Toulouse in France. They Chelsea were playing a couple of pre season friendlies. So we thought, why not make a little holiday out of it and go and support the girls? And it was just, it'll like, always be there as like, a favourite memory.
1: And tell, tell us about the um, what happened out there with watching the team.
2: So the, the games, I'll have to say, they weren't, the two games we watched were, they weren't the best. We lost them both. Quite a big, <laughs> quite a big scoreline, but... We, we, we were invited to watch them train, and we were also invited on the team bus, which was an experience.
1: As yeah, someone that's always followed the men's team, since I was like 10, that's nothing, that would never happen. And, you know, even recently, they've stopped people watching the players get off the coach. So unless you've won the competition, you can't even see them come into the stadium anymore. And they're so closed off from everybody and sort of the thing about women's football, how they're open to their fans and they take their time with you and they let you do stuff like that, I think is amazing.
2: Yeah, we was like watching them train and it wasn't the easy of, easiest easiest of place to get to, obviously being in a foreign country as well. We weren't the, great, the best with public transport and everything and You're it got to the end of the country. training session. Pardon?
1: You're not great in this country.
2: <laughs> we don't have to tell everyone about that.
1: Well, they get to we that. got to the
2: end of, exactly. We got to the end of the training session, and my mum literally just turned around to Emma Hayes and was like, "There any chance of a lift back on the team bus?" And she was like, "Oh, hang on a minute." And she moved. She put a few of the staff with all the kit, and she was like, "Yep, yeah, you can like squeeze in like we was like sharing seats and everything." And we had a little sing song. On the team coach
1: Wendy just making things happen On the regular
2: I know It is all thanks to my mum Saving the day
1: (laughs) As always Um, Exactly So tell me your favourite player Since you've followed Chelsea
2: Um, I've had quite a few favourite players But currently My favourite player would have to be Marami Elder Why her? Um, one of the main reasons is last year I was lucky enough to have a training day with Maren, Fran, and Magda at Cobham. I'd won a competition, so that is one of the main reasons Magda is my uh, Maren is my favorite,
1: and not just what she does on the pitch, sort of how she is off it as well.
2: Yeah, obviously, she's an amazing player, but like like meeting her in person and getting to spend the day with her was like amazing.
1: Um, so you mentioned already the Chelsea Women's Supporters Group. Um, sort of, for those of you like me that sort of don't know who they are, what they do, sort of have heard of them, but sort of tell us what they do and you know how important they are to the experience of a, a match day.
2: Um, match day would be completely different if, chelsea women's supporters group wasn't a thing like they're growing in numbers all the time and the stuff mark and kerry shout out to mark and kerry what they do for the group is just fantastic like mark's always like away games mark's arranging transport he'll drive mini buses literally everywhere no matter what time they just put so much effort into the group and it's just amazing
1: it's a sort of similar thing with um the men's team, there's a group called We Are The Shed that sit in the shed end of the Stamford Bridge and they sort of deal with all the banners and, and uh, DJ who runs the fanzine sort of does the banner at the other end of Matthew Harding. So it's sort of a similar thing, I guess, but um, a lot more sort of compact of the unit, sort of everyone sort of knows each other at King's Menor, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's like one big family, basically. There's a group of us that sit all together and we just like we all get along so well and it's it'd be weird not to go to a game with them not there. It wouldn't feel right.
1: And sort of so saying someone new comes along to a game, what's it like for a new person? How was it accommodating?
2: Um, like for the likes of me and my mum when we first started going, we didn't know anyone, but we was like welcomed into the group, which I thought was really nice. So, anyone new that wants to join, we are very friendly. We won't scare you away. Feel free to come and sit with us.
1: So, I say, sort of, about my sort of following of chess women, so to speak, you know, how long have I told you I'm going to come to the game?
2: Literally, all the time. You're like, yeah, I'll come, like, get me a ticket, and I'll text you, and you'd be like, oh, no, can't do it.
1: And sort of, what's worse, Kings Meadow from where I live is like ten minutes. You could walk there. If you, you should have
2: no excuses.
1: I haven't got any excuses, and I'm um, so saying <laughs> it out there now. I apologise, and then as soon as we can go back to the ground, I'll make that right. I'll be a Chelsea women's sport group member. I will wear the bobble hat. I've looked online. I'm going to buy that.
2: Sounds good. You've told everyone now, so you can't you can't break we'll this promise. Back.
1: Unless no one listens, then it's just. Well,
2: I'm hoping hoping a few people are going to (laughs) listen.
1: Me too. Me too. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back for the part two. This is a special shout out for Jordan Court and the team at One Ninety Five for our load load, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Um, Make sure you check their team out on all the socials at One Ninety Five. Um, they've also got a podcast, they recently released one with uh, ex Player Gavin Peacock. Um, it is a men's team orientated um, podcast, but it's well worth a follow. Um, so make sure you check them out, and yeah, thank you once again to Jordan. Welcome back to part two of the first episode of Went to Mo Kings Meadow. Um, so now, Jane, I thought it would be a good time to talk about sort of the current day and you know the recent game against Arsenal the 1-1 draw. Um, what did you make of that game?
2: Um, I don't think it was our best game. We weren't. I've watched like I've watched pretty much all Chelsea women's games, and I don't think it was one of the best. We wasn't up to. We just didn't play as well as we could have done against a big team like Arsenal. Um, it was an amazing game. Obviously, always playing against big teams like Arsenal was a good game to watch. We was lucky enough to get that equaliser at the very end. Unfortunately, it did come off the Arsenal player, which I, she was uh, Lottie woban I think her name was. Um, She played amazingly and she did get play of the match. So, I do feel sorry for her okay. for getting that own goal. Well,
1: no, I don't...
2: Well, I don't feel sorry because I'm glad we got the equaliser. But then to have like a fantastic game for like 90 minutes, and then unfortunately score that own goal is just—it is heartbreaking.
0: Das Leben kann hektisch sein. Warum nicht dem Alltag entfliehen und in die magische Welt von Evermerch eintauchen? Evermerge ist ein magisches Land, das mit jeder Entdeckung größer und besser wird. Werde ein Merch Master baue und sammle einzigartige Gegenstände oder verschönere deine eigene wundersame Welt. Im Land von Evermerge gibt es immer etwas zu tun. Evermerge jetzt kostenlos im App Store herunterladen.
1: Yeah, well, I,
2: mean,
1: I am um, quite happy. I habe ein Spiel on das 4 wasn't it? And um, you know, normally I'm used to just watching with on sort of highlights, and they look, you know, obviously it's highlights, so they look really free flowing. The goals seem to come sort of easy for them. They're, so attack minded and I thought Arthur really stifled them and, you know, sort of sat and soaked up all that Chelsea pressure and we sort of didn't know what to do. And you know, Emma Hayes made the change at half time with San Kerr and we looked sort of positive in that first sort of ten minutes and then sort of slipped back into that um, you know, same routine of the first half where we had the ball, so to speak, but not really doing anything with it. And sort of when they lost that sort of eighty fifth minute goal, I sort of felt that, that was that was that. And then you know, again, Emma made that double sub, and you know, really pushed the team to go on and find that equaliser, and they really should have won the game at the end. You know, Sam just didn't didn't fall for a right, she didn't strike it cleanly, but um, you know, I sort of I really enjoyed the game, watching it in sort of full, which I sort of haven't sort of experienced yet. So sort of as a first game, so to speak, sort of day one, you know, a, a tightly con- contested you know London derby against one of the most successful women's teams of all time in Arsenal, you know, is, you know, something that sort of impressed me. I'm looking forward to them to the next game, which is against a team that sounds like an old game they used to play called Provision Soccer because they didn't have naming rights for teams. So, on the game, Chelsea were called London City and they played in blue and yellow and had a lion. And this oh, yeah. is London City lionesses. So, are they made up or are they are a real team? Yeah.
2: No, they. I can confirm they are a real team. They are a breakaway club from Millwall Lionesses.
1: Okay, so there is. Is there still a Millwall team then? Um. Maybe just not. That right?
2: I don't know about. I'm not sure if they broke not. away and. Yeah, I don't know if they've like sort of taken over, or if there is still a Millwall Lionesses team about there.
1: And obviously they're not in the Women's Super League, are they?
2: No, they are in the Women's Championship League.
1: So we're expecting a big, big win?
2: Hopefully.
1: Not to pressure the team or Emma?
2: No, we should win. But obviously you don't know what could happen in a game.
1: No, and obviously there's the international break coming after this fixture. So, I mean, don't have to worry too much about keeping the players fresh for the next fixture. So she could still play sort of the likes of Peniel Harder, Frank Kirby. Uh, she might be injured, sorry. Um, Sam Kerr, sort of the big name players could play. Or do you think she'll throw in some of the sort of more squad players?
2: Um, I think she might give some of the academy players and the newer players to the squad. Maybe like a chance this game, just because it's not, it's not a a club like City or Arsenal or a big top club like that. So she might give the likes of. It would be great to see Emily Murphy play again. Obviously, she played quite a few last season. She was on the bench against Everton, but she hasn't actually played yet. So it'd be great to see her playing again.
1: She's sort of knocking on the door for the first team, and this is a good opportunity for her to sort of make an impression.
2: Uh, last year, she made a really good impression on the first team. Like she was, like unbelievable. Her, she's seven. Don't, yeah, she's seventeen. I don't think she's turned eighteen yet. So to play on the first team at, at such a big club like Chelsea is just an incredible achievement.
1: I'll keep an eye out for her then. Um, this is the Continental Cup, I believe. Yep. It's the equivalent. To the men's game, the the league cup, the Carabao Cup, is that right?
2: Yep, it's the league cup in the women's league.
1: So in in the men's game, the league cup, sort of, I mean, Chelsea have been quite successful recently, but most clubs don't care for it. Um, is that something similar in the women's game, or do the big clubs sort of go for every trophy?
2: Um, obviously, last year this is the we did win the Continental Cup. That was played just before lockdown happened. And that was the one trophy. This, The Continental Cup and the Champions League were the two trophies that Emma was determined to win. So obviously winning the Continental Cup is one, ticks off the list. So Emma was determined to get to the final. And she'll be determined to get to the final again and win again.
1: So That bodes well for the Champions League as well. But she um, she put her mind to and she achieved it yeah um, i thought i'd finished with you know just a f- two or three questions about you know this group of players um sort of your thoughts on them so we signed a, a couple of new players this summer um who's your favorite of those new signs
2: um i think my favorite sign in this season would have to be Peniel harder she's a world-class player and she brings a lot to the squad and it's going to be great to see her play more in the upcoming months and what she can bring to the team, really.
1: So I saw recently she was the number one ranked female player in uh, Goal.com's 50 best players in in the world. So obviously she's world class. Speaking from sort of someone that follows men's football, is that like Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar sort of level, a player we've signed?
2: Um. Yeah, I'd say it is really. She is like up there with one of the best players in the world.
1: Yeah, I mean she looked, um what I've seen of her so far, she obviously looks like that sort of talent and she comes with a big price tag for the women's game, so yeah, lots of people are excited about her. Um I mean you mentioned already your favourite player. Is that sort of no one else in the squad that sort of is up there with with her?
2: Um, Frank Kirby is always been a favourite like ever since I really started following Chelsea Fran Kirby has always been like up there with like as my favourites so yeah other than Fran and Marin well I like I like the whole team really but I can't pick everyone
1: I I like Millie Bright yeah no nonsense sort of defending but also she's good on the ball she's got that sort of ability and Reminded me of a sort of John Terry where you think just the sort of leadership and, you know, defending, but actually she can play football, which obviously you have to be oh yeah to play, play for Chelsea. I also like Erin um, Cuthbert. but she just seems funny. A
2: little scourish, Scottish warrior.
1: Yeah. And
2: she's also known as the Scottish Messi.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's, again, a great player, but also she looks, you know, fun. Is that a yeah the right impression of her?
2: She's such like if you like watch videos of like the team and stuff she's always bringing humor to the squad, and she's always like replying to people's tweets on Twitter and everything and she's she's just a gem like she I've talked to her quite a lot at matches and she's just generally such a nice person,
1: so I'll definitely try and have some Twitter banter with her then. <laughs> she, um... you can try. <laughs> Now one one last question, um, sort of your expectations this season for the team, you know, I know Emma's spoken about wanting to win everything, do you set your own expectations as a fan that high or do you, you know, sort of bring them down a, a notch or two?
2: Um, so obviously of course all Chelsea fans, we're going to want to win the league, we're going to want to win the Quantity Cup, we're going to want to win the FA Cup and of course we want to be in Sweden in May winning the uh, Champions League final i think the Champions League final is the big one this season obviously last season we was we wasn't lucky enough to be in it so this year it's it is it is the aim to win them all um the league's going to be very tough this year everton being dark horses they've been playing amazing like their few games I've watched a few of their games and it's just it is gonna be a tough one. I think them, City, Arsenal, United and Chelsea are gonna be the ones that are fighting for top place.
1: Yeah, it's sort of following women's football on and off it seems like sort of, Arsenal were the best team and nobody else could even get near them. And then sort of Chelsea obviously invested heavily into their into the women's club and sort of much like in the men's game, when Abramovich sort of bought the club, they sort of knocked asked them off that sort of spot. And then mirroring the men's game again, Man City come along and do the same thing. You know, invest heavily, sign some some you know, really world-class players. And then now now you've got you know Manchester United. You know, Tottenham have just signed the USA player,
2: Alex Morgan.
1: Alex Morgan. Yeah, there's a lot of
2: Americans in the league this season
1: So, you know, the depth in the league now is, you know, getting much stronger I know there's only 12 teams compared to the men's 20 The the strength is, you know, getting stronger and stronger every year And, you know, I don't think it'll be long before You sort of see a mirror of the Premier League to the the WSL
2: Yeah, I don't think it'll be long until more teams are in the WSL it's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah, and sort of like, going back to your expectations, if we do win the Champions League, you know, it's pretty much... It's not
2: be, if we do, it's when we do. When we
1: do, <laughs> it's pretty much going to be down to me. Because we hadn't won what it. What do you mean? I've now a fully-fledged Chelsea Women supporter. So as soon as I've... So told, it's
2: going to be, when we win, it's all down to you.
1: I should be up there lifting the trophy. <laughs> part of the Team, I think. So as soon as Emma hears this back in a few weeks, because obviously the she will, will
2: be right. Right, Demi's is on the plane to Gothenburg in May.
1: The team, the team going to, to hear about this great new podcast about Chelsea women. They're all going to tune in on the coach journeys. They're going to hear this bit back, and Emma's going to make a note of this moment in her life and say,
2: "Right,
1: it's meant to be." It's
2: meant to be. So I've already planned my holiday to Sweden next year. I've started saving. I've told my mum, I was like, I'm going.
1: Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed that um, sort of the COVID vaccines work and we're allowed to sort yeah, of travel.
2: Yeah, obviously, all depended on COVID and stuff like that. The plan is to be out there.
1: I'm looking forward to it.
2: It should be good.
1: Uh, so I think that sort of wraps us up for episode one. You know, I'd just like to um, sort of mention briefly why I decided to sort of start this with you, with um, Jane. I made the decision to sort of start following Chelsea women. I listened to London is Blue, they another podcast. They mainly follow the men's team, but they've started going into the um, the women's team as well. And I sort of listened to them and I thought, yeah, I'll do the same. I'll, I'll be more involved they're a part of Chelsea and I'm Chelsea for and through. and I sent you a message what podcast do you listen to and what did you say?
2: None.
1: None. And I couldn't find any. Yeah. i since learned there is one called Frank Kirby's Fight Club. So shout out to them.
2: Yeah, since, since after you messaged me, I did have a look and then I did find them as well.
1: I didn't find them. And, you know, apologies to them. They obviously, they must be first. If there's any more, just let us know. Um, we'll give you a shout out as well. Because the more people that talk about the game, the, the quicker it grows and the, the better it becomes for everyone to watch, I think. So yeah, that's sort of why sort of, I'm going to go on this learning journey um, with Jane to learn more about the team, to know the players, to watch the games. And hopefully to bring you some entertainment, maybe some knowledge. You know, I may not know the women's team, but I know football. And Jane knows nothing about football, really, nothing <laughs> at all. But she knows all the women's players, so I can just ask her who they are. <laughs>
2: Isn't that right? No, I do. I'm getting better.
1: Obviously, I have to know,
2: admit, when I things. first started following the team, I didn't know anything about football. Sport is not one of my best things, but I am getting better. It we took won't, me about three years to learn the offside rule.
1: We won't share your <laughs> training day video when you're trying to score. No.
2: No one needs to see my videos from my training day. They will get stay between to, me and Dean.
1: we get lots of messages though. We'll post it definitely. Oh God. Uh, Embarrassing. Yeah, so like I said, I think that's enough of us talking about sort of ourselves and a bit on Chelsea Women. But, um, you know, Next time it'll be sort of more in-depth of the team and the game. Um, so make sure you join us for that we'll be um, next time we'll talk about the season so far um, answering some of your questions hopefully and talking about the next WSL fixture which is against West Ham which is the 6th of December I remember Yep,
2: that. 6th of December uh, uh, 2 then. o'clock kick off at Kingsmeadow
1: perfect and that will be available to watch Hopefully.
2: Yes I think As far as I know It's on the FA player I don't know if it's on BT or Red Button I don't know if they've announced it yet
1: Well as soon as we find that out We'll we'll tweet that out We'll uh, share it on Instagram as well uh, So all that's left for me to say Is until next time Chelsea fans Follow us on Twitter and Instagram At WentToMoKingdomado And from to Meadow to Wembley Keep the blue flag flying high
0: A-Cast empfiehlt. Podcasts, die wir lieben. Es ist nicht alles gay, was glänzt. Oder doch? Das klären wir jetzt in Busenfreundin, der Podcast. Hey Leute, mein Name ist Ricarda. Ich bin Comedy-Autorin und die Stimme des LGBTIQ-Podcasts Busenfreundin. Und ich treffe jede Woche spannende Menschen und spreche mit ihnen über alles, was die queere Szene bewegt. Bei Busenfreundin gibt's Unterhaltung gepaart mit Haltung. Oft. Also, nicht immer, denn manchmal schweife ich auch ab. Zum Beispiel mit Leuten wie Riccardo Simonetti, Sarah Kuttner und vielen, vielen mehr. Also schaltet jetzt ein zu Busenfreundin, eurem Lieblings-LGBTIQ-Infotainment-Podcast. Bei ACAST finden die besten Podcasts aus aller Welt ein Zuhause. Abonniere diese Show oder finde weitere spannende Podcasts bei ACAST oder wo immer du Podcasts hörst.